0: Hi, this is Sam Chan, and welcome to the Sam Chan Leadership Podcast. It is my honor to serve you, help you achieve your dreams. Let's do this together. And now we welcome Don Brawley. Hello, Dr. Brawley. How are you today, sir? I am great, Dr. Brawley. How are you? Fantastic. I am excited to hear about the business side of coaching because we know that there is a business side, and you are an expert with this. So Dr. Brawley, take it away, sir. Have a good time. Thank you, Dr. Bowen. Good morning, Dream Releaser family. We are, I'm excited to be here today. And wow, it's already powerful. Dr. Chan and Nate uh, Bowen have done an amazing job already. So I'm not gonna say what they've already said, but I was sitting here taking notes myself. And um, I'm always privileged every time I get the opportunity to join in with re- with the rest of the DRC family. Um, just an amazing, as Nate said, amazing family. And uh, I've been part of the DRC families from its inception. Uh, 2009 2010 and it's just been amazing um real quick a little bit about myself i'm a drc coach i've been coaching uh doing uh i've had a coaching business since 2007 and um but it wasn't always easy you know when i first started out coaching it was hard to make the connections on the business end how much do i charge where do i find clients at how do i get more clients um, who my best? Who should I serve? And so for the first couple of years, it was tough. It was tough um, really getting my footing. And so I want to kind of share from you from, from my experience, what I've learned over the years on the business side of coaching and how that can benefit and help you. Um, it, it's interesting because one of the things I want to just start off saying is, as we talk about the business side of coaching, I want you to think about it from this point of view that when you talk about making money in coaching, and there's a lot of money to be made in coaching, we'll talk about that. You have to think not as a coach who's in business, but as a business person who coaches. So that's the shift right there. If you want to make money in coaching and, and be successful at it, and, and it doesn't have to be, I'm talking about if you want to make $1,000 extra a month, or it could be you know $10,000 extra a month. If you want to make that kind of money, you have to change your hat from thinking as a coach to thinking as a business person who coaches, you know? And then when you show up on your coach call, you're the coach. But when you're not on a coach call, you're the business person. There is a business side of coaching. And I got a little something for you all today. And I just want to remind you that this is not just, it's an awesome ministry, but it's an amazing way also to make money, money, money. So let's talk about that real quick. Coaching is... Got some amazing benefits. When you think about it from a business point of view, what business can you go into that has almost no risk? I mean, literally, there's no investment other than training. You have to know how to do it in order to do it, right? So you got to get trained. But there's, I use I use my computer, I use my cell phone, that's it. And I write those all off on of my taxes. There's there's no risk going into coaching. Um, at, at the worst case scenario, as Nate said, you're going to be a better husband, wife, listener, leader, Uh, You're going to show up better in ministry from the tool set. But there is absolutely no risk or low risk in coaching. Very few few businesses you can go into and own your own business with such a low risk. The other part is high impact. So you hear about these stories of life transformation. DRC is always getting these stories about how lives are being transformed. Just by going through the program, let alone the people that get coached from people who go through the program. It's amazing. It's transformative. And that's what we do as coaches. We help people align to their values. We help people find their voice. We help people really get back to what's most important in their lives. We help people build efficacy, that they that they, they leave the coach calls knowing that they can show up in their own life as powerful, that they have what's on the inside of them is enough for them to accomplish what God has placed in their life. I mean, that's amazing impact. Um, It's convenient. Listen, I have coached from my backyard and my breakfast nook. I have coached from the beach. I have coached from my living room couch. I have coached from my office at the church where I pastor. I mean, this is completely convenient. Even uh, going through coach training online. I mean, that's amazing. Online and on the phone. I mean... The convenience factor is just absolutely incredible. And then it's flexible. So depending on the season that I'm in personally, um, and you'll find this as well, that you can choose how much you coach and how little you coach. So there's some seasons where it's a lot going on and I'm like, oh, I don't have a lot of room right now to coach, so I'm only taking on a few clients. There's other seasons where I'm like, oh, I have a lot of bandwidth. I'm going to take on a lot of clients. So you may choose to coach two people. You may choose to coach 20 people. It's totally flexible based on what you want to do your coaching business. And as I said, money, 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 there is money to be made in coaching. As a matter of fact, the International Coach Federation says, listen to the range that a person can make as a life coach, $27,019 to $210,933. That is the range of a life coach. And so at the low end of life coaching, at $27,000, you are talking about over $2,000 extra a month. I don't know anybody who doesn't need or who couldn't use an extra $2,000 a month on the low side. I mean, just $2,000 a month for many of us might pay our mortgage or pay up, pay down our debt or whatever it may be. There's absolutely money to be made in life coaching. And, um, and, I, and that's the part I want to talk to you about. So as we talk, as we move into our, our time together, I want to hit on three things that I want you to think about, as I said before, not from a coaching point of view, but from a business person point of view. And these three things are going to help you grow your coaching business, whether you are um, thinking about going into business, these things you can start doing now, whether you are rather going into training, whether you are already in training, or whether you are stepping out to start your business. It doesn't matter where you are. These three things will help you move from good to great. All right. So here we go. Very first thing is, you got to work from your why. Work from your why. It's been said that everybody knows what they do. Some people know how they do it. Very few people know why they do it. In other words, if you have ever seen that Dunkin' Donuts commercial, it's kind of like time to make the donuts. But there's no sense of passion in it. There's no sense of real motivation. It's just another day to get up and make the donuts and for a lot of people who go into business, if you don't know why you go into business, you won't have the discipline to move your business forward. Because unlike unlike employers, there's no one there to see if you show up on time. There's nobody there going to say, don't take this day off. You know, you need to contact your clients. It's totally based on your own personal initiative and your own motivation. And so why do people go into business? Well, there's many reasons. Forbes tells us that Money is one of them. And but I, I want to say there's a lot of money to be made in coaching, but that's not the only reason, right? Um sometimes we're into it because we want to create a more flexible life. You know, some of us don't want to be locked into nine to five or 40 hours a week or certain certain times or don't want to be locked into to, to commuting. Also, people go into uh, life coaching as a business or any business because they want to, you know, make their own career path. In other words, I can go further and higher without having to wait for somebody else to tell me that there's a spot open for you to be promoted, or we want to give you a raise. So I can chart my own career path. The other reason why people go into coaching, there's a demand for what you're selling. Let me tell you, there is absolutely, unequivocally, a demand for what we do as coaches. I don't know anyone that's never been stuck before, and it doesn't matter who you serve. I have the privilege in more latter years, I've served mostly pastors earlier and I still work with pastors, but I do probably do 80, 20 now with business people, executives at corporations and, and such. And I'm telling you, people at the highest places have the same problem as people at quote unquote, the lowest places. The people that seem above average are the same problems as people that are average. They have relationship problems. They have health problems, they have leadership challenges, they have conflicts they have to work through. There are people all around you that need what you have, that need what we have. And so you'll never run out of needs. As long as there's people, you'll never run out of needs. And so the need for coaches um, is just an open, open field, quite frankly. It's, it's just a harvest that's waiting for people to come with the solution, with the answers. And then the other reason why people go into business is they want to make a difference. I mean, who doesn't want to make a difference with their life? I think I think young people come up saying, I want to you know, achieve this, I want to make a difference. And I think the older we get, further down the line, we start saying, I want to make sure I make a difference before I leave. And so if you want to make a difference with your life, if you want to bring the solution that other people are looking for in their own lives, if you're looking for a career pathway that's flexible um, and one that um, also pays very well, then I'm telling you, coaching is for you. But let me say this about working from your why. It's important to know what that why is. In other words, what are you passionate about and why do you want to do it? Because the the number one reason that, or the fastest way people go out of business is to forget why they went into it. So you've got to know why you're going to it because it's the why that keeps you going. I mentioned that I've been in business since 2007. It's 14 years. It's my why. It's that. It's not the money. It's my why I do it that keeps me going. And I'd be curious from you, just throw it in the chat box. If you were to start your own coaching business, or maybe you're already in business, what would be your why? Why would you want to do it? For some folks, they may say, this is how I can get my children through college. Or somebody else may say, you know, I really want to help people that are struggling with this area that I used to struggle with or that I've come through. What is your why? Put it in the chat box. I'd love to see some of your answers as to why. Uh, would you want to have your own coaching business? What would it what would it mean to you? What is your reason? What is your passion? Go ahead and put that in the chat box real quick. And I lo- I'd love to love to see a few of those. Yeah, and then the next thing. Okay, my dog is having a little canary on the side. The next thing is narrow your niche. Narrow your niche. So when we talk about your niche, your niche is a group of people that you are. That you serve, right? It's a, it's a segment of the market that you serve. So when I say niche, I want you to think, I want you to think of pizza pie, and then I want you to think a slice. So I'm a native New Yorker, and in New York, we used to buy pizza by the slice. And <clears throat> when you think about a niche, I want you to not think about a whole pie. I want you to think about how could I get my slice? How, who are the people that I'm best suited to serve? Um, my mother had an expression, she used to say, don't be, a, you may have heard this one before too, don't be a jack a jack of all trades and master of none. So you want to figure out who's the niche, who's the slice that you're best suited to serve that you can help in an exceptional way. Because the problem is when we go too wide and we want to help everybody, we wind up helping nobody, right? So we think that, I want you to keep in mind that narrow is attractive to people, right? So keep in mind that a narrow is very, a niche is very focused. So as an example, Mace, Macy's, niche is not Marshall's niche, right? Everybody needs clothes. Everybody needs, you know, whatever, perfume or whatever it may be. But Marshall's has a different niche than Macy's has. And neither one is better or worse than the other. They're just different. So you need to know your niche. Same thing I would say about Bewick and Porsche. We all They're both cars, but they serve two different niches. So I want you to think about your you know, niche. And I want you to think about it in terms of the people that you help, and the problems that you solve, right? So, who are the, who is the people that you feel most passionate about helping, most qualified to help, and then what is the problem that they help that they have that you could help them solve? So, I have some examples. So, think about yourself. I self, I help X people solve Y problems. So, um, here's some examples. I coach divorced women to reclaim their self-esteem. Now, notice that's the, that's the person. That's the problem that I'm solving for them. I coach college graduates on landing their dream job. I coach entrepreneurs on starting their first business. I coach pastors on work life balance. If you do that one, you'll never run out of work, trust me. Uh, I coach middle aged women on reaching their weight goals. So it's specific, specific draws. And by the way, there's, there's really a good, at least four mega coaching niches. Anything as it relates to health and wellness you're going to land clients like this. Relationships, you're going to land clients. Career and career transitions, you're going to land clients. Those are all uh, huge coaching areas. And and the other one is career coaching, career coaching and business coaching. Anyone that wants to start a business, those are people that are also willing to invest in getting the tools that they need. So again, work for your why, narrow your niche, and then finally build your brand. And all of these, you continue to do. This is not something that you just start start off doing, but no matter how long you're in business, you continue to do. And let me give you another example of a, a powerful brand that I know that people all over the world know. is Sam Chan, right? Sam Chan has a powerful brand. His brand is helping yeah. others succeed. Testimonies all over the world. And one of the places that he does that through is Dream Release of Coaching. And so your brand is literally your product or services identity, yeah. right? It's your product or service's identity. It helps you uh, create appeal. It helps define expectations. And it inspires confidence, builds trust, and fosters loyalty. So where would you use, uh, how would you connect with people in uh, with your brand? Where would you do that at? Well, you can use what people have been using all along, recent, in recent years, you can use social media. So that means you can use YouTube if you like doing blogs. You can write a blog. You can use uh, Facebook Live sessions to demonstrate what coaching looks like or, or show somebody live a, a live coaching demo. You can do Instagram Live. You can also post and put pictures up and testimonials of what you do. So those are all wonderful ways to build your brand and create that sense of loyalty because when people are satisfied, they tell other people about the experience with you and bring them on to your business. And finally, I'm running out of time here. If you want to be successful in business, the business of coaching, think like a business person who happens to coach and show up on those calls like a coach who happens to be in business, right? Three things you can do for that. Work from your why. Narrow your niche. So work from your why. Remember what your passion is and why you go into business narrow your niche, less is more, focus on who you can bring, exceptional value to a small part of that market, and you can grow from there and get broader after that. And finally build your brand, constantly work on building your brand, how you show up and the opinion, as Dr. Chan said, that people form of you. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. All of us have another step if we want to go into business or coaching that we can take today. I encourage you to take yours. Thanks so much.